Yeah, Jim, I really appreciate you um, coming on such short notice. But uh, gosh, we've uh, been, been flooded with uh, questions here and even uh, uh, attempts to get you on the program. So I, I certainly appreciate it. And I think everybody remembers Jim, probably more so around here, the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, some of you uh, may remember him as, a, as an outstanding player, a Pro Bowl player as a linebacker uh, for us at Buffalo and uh, the job he did there. And, and, and then certainly he's, he's uh, been on with um, a number of different uh, teams. He's done a great job. I know he has. Uh, I'm around him. I've been around him as a player and a coach. And uh, I know what a job he's done in, in the game of football. I'm just glad that he's going to be back involved uh, in, in this uh, XFL. Jim, I've gotten a lot of questions, and there seems to be an awful lot of confusion. What's happened here is there's been very little publicity. Uh, this morning, everything blew up when they had on the morning um, sports show, Get Up. Uh, they had a long uh, segment with the, with the Dwayne Johnson and uh, Garcia on the XFL. And, uh, and then certainly uh, people have been seeing this advertisement about USFL starts play uh, this week with very little uh, explanation about uh, the USFL and even less about the XFL at this point. But and the XFL has come on the scene big time here. About the time the USFL is getting ready to start play, and people are having a lot of trouble. Number one, there's been confusion. So I'd like to start by, and, and let me let me paraphrase something, and then you take it into more detail because you're certainly I a lot more aware of it than I am. But uh, the USFL. Is, uh, is going to be uh, totally different, I, I should say, than the XFL. Or most, uh, most of the differences are going to be quite obvious. USFL, I think, was hardly put together. It's, it's not, they're, not, they're not paying the players or coaches what they are in the XFL. XFL has taken more time, I think, to develop uh, their, their league and prepare to open it properly. The TVs are wild about both because there is a market that's been proven in the spring for football. So TVs are wild about it because it enhances their their sponsorship money tremendously. And they can certainly sell a lot more sponsorships for football than they can for other sports uh, or, or any other programming. So having said that, there's a difference between the big difference between the XFL and USFL. And the XFL is going to have somewhat of an affiliation. They're not going to be a stepchild of the NFL, but they'll have an affiliation, which I think is a wise thing to do uh, with the NFL. Uh, let them know we're not trying to be another NFL, but we we can get pretty close. Uh, and Jim and I both know that uh, in, in a spring league, there is a way to get uh, pretty close. The team we had, uh, Jim and I were coaching together and the team we had in, uh, in Sacramento in the World, the World League with the NFL. Uh, that was a football team that uh, could have competed with some lower uh, NFL teams, low to middle, 
uh, could not have competed with these men better NFL teams, but with, with some we could have. And there is, it's a good brand of football. It's a very good brand of football. So I probably said too much, uh, Jim, but I just wanted to give a little uh, delineation between USFL and USFL. I mean, USFL and XFL. And uh, got some great guys, some outstanding coaches uh, uh, going in the uh, XFL as well. Some good experience, and then some with no experience, which would be an interesting uh, development too. But anyway, if you will, give a little uh, clarification between the two and uh, what you expect um, from the talent level and so on in the XFL. Well, I think the big thing, you kind of hit it, Coach. You know, one, um, they're two separate entities owned by uh, different owners. Um, I'm, I was fired up after I talked to the owner of the XFL, what they want to do, and the NFL's involvement. Um, I, thought, I thought they did a great job with the personnel side, who they hired to run the company or run the business, and Russ Brandon and, and Doug Whaley and Mark Ross. I, mean, I think they're excellent. They'll do a great job. They're, they're going to use a lot of the NFL, what the NFL wants to try, some rules. I saw them the other day. I got an email, uh, and they, they had the highlights of, the, of the, um, how, how it's going to work. And I, I was kind of fired up. There's, you don't kick an extra point. You go for one uh, at the one-yard line, or you go for two at the five or three at the ten. It was kind of unique. There's a lot of different rules you're going to have to get up on, but I was excited uh, when I, after I watched that. And I just think there's a there's a buzz in the air. Uh, they're trying to do it right. They want to do it right. Uh, they're doing it first class, and they're doing it with the NFL. And they also got the, um, the NFL to back uh, the minority program, so they're going to get a couple coaches sent. Uh, couple coaches sent to each team and a personnel guy, a trainer, um, somebody else to work in. Uh, it's like every department. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. It's, uh, it's, it's a good brand. I think they're going they're doing it right. They had it going before COVID a couple of years ago. And I mean, I think it's a, I think they're first class. Well, uh, I, I, I certainly agree with you. And, and, uh, that just, uh, goes to uh, prove the market and, and that there is in the spring. Uh, I know there are a number of TV um, networks that are involved, really in both of them, but uh, certainly in the XFL. Now, on this USFL, Jim, I understand that they're going to put all the teams house, feed, whatever, uh, work out in uh, Birmingham, in the Birmingham area. They'll play all the games there. I suppose there'll be eight teams that'll play games on probably Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or, or, or two on Saturday, two on Sunday, or something like that. Um, they'll be uh, named after different cities, New Jersey Generals, like they were, uh, uh, the um, Tampa Bay Bandits, and whatever. But they'll all be housed and, and play in, in Birmingham. Uh, it's that obviously is a way to uh, to save revenue on expensive charter flights uh, back and forth and whatever. 
but um, they they also I, I see a big difference in the salary of both players and coaches. The approach that they're taking, the much more professional approach in the XFL, and um, I, I just see guys they're going to be hard pressed to keep anybody that can play that the XFL wants. Uh, they're going to be hard-pressed to keep them in the in the USFL when they can go to uh, uh, the XFL. Now, in the XFL, if you'll explain how that's going to work, there are going to be two sites, Richardson, Texas, uh, or Arlington, Texas, I'm sorry, and uh, one other site, and you'll fly from there to the different cities that you'll represent. And uh, as a matter of fact, you'll be you'll be coaching the Seattle entry, but you'll be living in in Arlington, Texas. Um, you know, Coach, I'm not really sure about. I, I know the USFL is all housed in Birmingham. I do know that. Uh, I'm going to drive down and watch them play. Um, I don't know how they. How they, I think they're playing at one or two stadiums. I'm not really sure all the particulars about the other leagues. I know this year uh, we'll all be housed in Arlington, Texas. And, you know, uh, my son's with Dallas, so I, I was kind of fired up about that. And then um, you'll go to the city. Uh, you'll go to the city that, um, that you represent and you play the games. After that first year, I'm not really sure what's going to take place. Uh, I just know that uh, everybody will be in one city to start, but you'll you'll go to the city that you represent to play. Right. Um, I understand that. Uh, it, would, it would seem like, in a way, that would be duplicating the travel uh, because you've got two-way travel every team, every, every game. Uh, but uh, that's okay if that's the way they've got it built, they, they've certainly done everything else uh, first class, and uh, so I'm sure that will be done also. What uh, what do you see in the way of, realistically, Jim, in the way of players that you will end up with uh, on the XFL um, team, on your XFL team? Now, the reason I ask that, they've listed a number of uh, young men that are going to be playing in this USFL and uh, I was at a uh, get-together yesterday afternoon, which you're familiar with, and um, the uh, number of guys around, and, and, and they didn't, the question was, uh, where did they get these guys? Is there anybody uh, in the USFL that we know, that we've heard of? Uh, I think it's going to be different, uh, certainly with the XFL. But where, where do you... What do you think about the talent level in the XFL? Well, the, the XFL, I know that for a fact, they want to get the players that don't make it to the NFL or close or guys that can play at some point, maybe need a little refinery, whether it's weight, speed, um, just playing time, maybe from a small school. And that's where I think you'll have the advantage over some of these other leagues or whatever, just because the NFL is working with the XFL and they're going to locate the the 400, the 400 best players that are not on the NFL teams. Or they'll have a list of 
guys that didn't make it and they didn't get an opportunity, but they should have, or they're on the practice squad and you'll get an opportunity to work with those guys. So it's, and again, coach, this is, this one's a hard for me to, uh, to go over with you because I have, we haven't even met as, as, as a group, we're getting together next week as head coaches and personnel people in the league office. So I'll get more details on everything, how it's going to work, but, um, they're going to work hand in hand in the NFL on, on the players and uh, even in the coaches. Right. Well, it's going to be interesting, and uh, I think it's good to have, uh, for me personally, and I'm sure a lot of other people, because that's proven to be the point. Uh, I'm just glad we're going to have football in the spring and uh, a good brand of football. Uh, would, would certainly be uh, would be an attraction for everybody. Jim, we look forward to you um, being involved in, in football again, and, and look forward to you getting back here. You spend uh, quite a bit of time, thank goodness, in the Pensacola area. You and your your whole family enjoy it here. So uh, we look forward to you getting back. Yeah, coach, I'm excited. You know, uh, you know the, the good the good thing about it is you, you you work with some young guys and hopefully you can fulfill some of their dreams. And then uh, at the end of the year, you kind of break up, and it's not like the NFL. You're not going to get the same players the next year. So you have an opportunity to help some guys grow, so uh, opportunity to help some guys get back and live their dream and get in the NFL. And then. Um, the ones that don't work out, you know, they, they can come back and play again or, you know, you kind of move on and they, they, they know that they're time to go to the real world and, you know, get a job. So it's, uh, it, it's going to be fun. Uh, you know, you know me, I like, I just like being around ball and I like being around the players, I like being around coaches. So, uh, we'll have fun doing it. Uh, hopefully we can win a bunch of games. Just like when we were together, we won the championship. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, both of us can say without any question firsthand that uh, you, could, you can have some extremely good football and, and outstanding talent in a league like that. I project that you will have an awful lot of good talent. Uh, it's going to be interesting to find out whether you'll be able to use any. Uh, the NFL will, will want you to or the league will uh, want to use any of veterans, let's say, that aren't picked up on a team. Let's, let, let's say like the, uh, 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 an older quarterback, for example, that's played 10, 12 years in the league and, and doesn't have a team anymore. If, uh, if some team picks him up to come in and play and help, uh, help those younger kids, things like that, that when you have to, you've had a chance to get more info and so on, I'd love to have you back on and go over, uh, get into depth, uh, on, on some personnel issues like that. Uh, you know, Coach, oh. two guys that stand out to me the most when I got into coaching and we did we did our Sacramento deal, two, two guys stood out the most. Mike Sinclair, who was a linebacker in college, who we made a defensive lineman, and he became Seattle's all-time leading pass rusher, sacker. And the other guy was linebacker yeah. Mike Jones from a small school. And he went on to win the Super Bowl with the, the St. Louis Rams and made the game-winning tackle. 
against the Titans to win the game. So, you know, that that's two players we had there that went to the NFL and were great players. So, you know, hopefully we can get a few of those, get a couple of those, get a great quarterback or develop a quarterback that the NFL will like. And um, we'll go. Man, we, I mean, the, the year we were together, Mike Pringle, the all-time Canadian League rusher, uh, rusher. We had a great quarterback. You know, you had a receiver. I mean, we, you were loaded. You had three linemen that played in the NFL. So we had a kicker that played a long time in the NFL. So, you know, hopefully we can, or we can duplicate what we did back in, uh, back when I got into coaching. Yeah, you bet. Also, don't forget uh, a, a young man that was an offensive back. Uh, that you actually made a safety out of, and he plays see him on television all the time now. Um, Lewis Riddick. That, uh, huh? Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick yep. would, would never have played uh, at his position, as, just like Jones. Mike Jones was a, was a transfer, uh, a position transfer. Uh, yep. and, and, and so did Lewis Riddick. Uh, both went on to um, play quite a long time and, and uh, have great careers in the NFL, as well as uh, Lewis Riddick now, as uh, you, you see on, uh, on, the, on TV quite a bit. He's, uh, he's been involved in the, in the league office and, and the front office of different teams, uh, and very much respected around the league. So it's amazing how sometimes uh, these young guys come yeah, in I- and – they have some people who know how to develop it and put them in a different position that can make all the difference in the world. Yeah, I'll give you two more. The one year that my son was a senior in high school, and I sat out and I went, I, I coached in, I was the head coach in the, the United Football League. And I had two guys on my staff that were young guys trying to get into coaching, trying to find a way. One was Jay Groon, who was the head coach of the Redskins. And the other was Sean McVay. He coached for tight ends and quality control. He obviously just won the Super Bowl with the Rams. So you never yeah. know what you can find working in those leagues. That's exactly right, my friend. Well, Jim, thanks so much. I really appreciate your time and uh, look forward to, uh, to you getting back. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, Coach.